And we're back. This is episode 13 of BQ Chats. I do want to say uh, thank you guys for being patient through this little break that uh, that that I decided that I needed from from doing this podcast for for a month or so. Uh, I've had a lot going on with a new job and and my kids and and a lot of things going in my life. And I thought it was a good time to, to take a step back and take a little break and uh, you know hit it back up whenever quiz season started rolling. So now we're 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 in it. We're in practices. We're we're gearing up for the tournaments in early January. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun getting back into it. This is some of my favorite, basically one of my favorite times of the year, just because you get to see the new faces in the quiz programs, the the kids that make a jump, that make a deeper commitment, that that are really going for it. It's it's been a lot of fun. Our quiz program has grown immensely. I have 16 senior quizzers right now, which is just crazy it's just really blowing up and all the kids are, are having a lot of fun and they're they're learning and and we're trying to piece it all together and train coaches to to help our kids and and to build them up so <clears throat> really excited to see what what our church you know has in store and what illinois has in store for in our district and and what is in store in all our districts across the nation so uh without any further ado our guest today is mr trevis augustine love Travis. We've grown to be good friends over the last couple of years. We have a lot of things in common. Uh, we get along really well. He has um, a lot a lot of great things to share. He was a fantastic quizzer. He aged out in 2015, the year that he won National Quizzer of the Year, uh, which well-deserved. He's an outstanding young man from Chesapeake, Virginia. And uh, as soon as he aged out, he jumped right into coaching. So he has a lot he can share with us today, a lot to talk about, and I'm really looking forward to hearing from him. So let's go and get to it. Hey, Travis, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Phil. How are you doing? I'm great. So uh, really excited to have you on the podcast. We've been taking a break. Uh, it's been about a month or so since since my last podcast. Things have been really busy around here in Bloomington. Um, and it's kind of the quizzing off season right now, which is still when people like you and I are constantly still thinking about quizzing, but it's a, it's kind of a nice time to try and take a step back and take a little break. But now things are starting to pick up a little more steam, especially around here. We'll talk more about that. But first of all, let's get to know you a little bit for the people that don't know you or where you're from. So, uh, where are you from? What have you been doing? Yeah, so uh, like you already said, my name is Travis Augustine. Um, I'm from Chesapeake, Virginia. I go to Bible World and Apostolic Church, and um, I am one of the coaches there at our quizzing program, and uh, I quizzed for six years, and this is going on my, this is my fifth year of coaching now, and um, I'm also involved, thanks, I'm also involved in other ministries at our church. I'm involved on our music team, and um so, you know, I play on our Sunday morning or our Sunday services. And um, so I'm heavily involved there. And, uh, you know, that's kind of my main two ministries that, you know, I've kind of got my hands in a lot of different ministries. But, you know, those are my two that I'm mainly a part of. No, I Bible quizzing and music is kind of my two of my biggest things as well. And I, it, can, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work, especially yeah. when you're in, as invested in quizzing as we are. And as right. invested in music as we are, um, oh, yeah. I know you're a fantastic keyboard player. Do you play anything else? Uh, well, 
I know, um, I know how to play guitar, you know, like I think most people does. I'm not super professional at it. Um, <laughs> you know, I just know basic chords, but other than that, just mainly piano. Yeah. I, uh, I, I dabble a little bit on everything, but, um, yeah. I wish I was kind of on the bass. So like, if it's a really slow song, I could probably play it, but nothing fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, I got like all my quizzers are in the band. So whenever, every Sunday, you know, we have quiz practice on Wednesdays and I hang out with them. And then we have music practice on Sundays and we're playing all yeah. Sunday and I hang out with them. So I just feel like, uh, constantly around quizzers and musicians i feel like the, that goes hand yeah. in hand a lot of the quiz community is involved in music right um, oh yeah it's interesting all right it's so uh so you go i'm oh, sorry keep going it, it's something with quizzers that they just they know how to sing and play instruments i guess <laughs> i guess i guess so so you, you like you said you're from uh from chesapeake virginia and that's brother cunningham's church who's i mean yes. he's a phenomenal phenomenal minister um, what's it like? What's it like being under him in the uh, in at that church? Yeah. Uh, well, he is an apostolic man of God. I can tell you that. And uh, just being in that church for the past, uh, you know, I've lost track like almost 15 years now. Uh, it's just an apostolic church. Like you know, we put it in our name, Bible World, an apostolic church. And uh, it's it's truly, really just. Uh, it's so wonderful being a part of that church. It's kind of, uh, I'll get a little bit into um, to how we ended up at that church a little bit later. But when uh, my dad moved out here before we did to uh, start picking out, you know, where we're going to go to church, he found Bible World. And um, our brother Cunningham wasn't the pastor yet, but he felt moved of God to go. And our family was going to go to that church. And he told the pastor and he said, well, you know, that's wonderful. He said on Sunday, Brother Cunningham is going to come here and announce that he's going to be our pastor. So it was really, we feel like it was the will of God that we landed here. And, uh, you know, ever since, you know, it's just been wonderful being a part of that church. Awesome. It seems like it's a, an amazing place to be. It seems like it's, yeah. it's they, they do things the right way, which is great. And especially your, your quiz program, it seems like Brother Cunningham is super supportive of that, as all pastors should, and, and we hope that all pastors yeah. are, because it is the best ministry. We can all yeah. agree on that. Best ministry Absolutely. for our kids. <laughs> um, right. So another cool thing about you that, that, that a lot of people probably don't know is you guys, you and your family own a restaurant, or your parents own yes. a restaurant. And so what, what kind of restaurant is it? So um, if you don't know, I'm half Filipino, and uh, I don't know if, you know, me and you talked about it, Phil, earlier, but uh, lumpia is a Filipino dish. It's kind of like a Filipino egg roll, and uh, my mom learned how to make it. My mom is American, but she learned how to make all the Filipino food, which included lumpia, and um, she's made it for several, like, long before even when I was born, and uh, she just got really good at doing it, and eventually about three years ago, we decided to open a restaurant centered around that food item. So it's called Lumpia and Company. And uh, we make the traditional Filipino style Lumpia, but we, um, we've kind of taken an American twist on it. So we have buffalo chicken Lumpia, barbecue chicken, uh, a Philly cheesesteak Lumpia, curry veggie, you know, we just kind of went crazy with it. And uh, it's it's been going really well. We're um, finishing up our third year of being in business. And uh, we're looking to expand to a new location and you know it's been going great that's awesome uh if, if anyone ever goes out to chesapeake make sure to check out lumpia and company and actually y'all's uh, y'all's instagram page is actually really really well done so you yeah, guys thanks. check that out too 
Um, at Lumpia VB. At Lumpia VB. There you go. All right. So it's for Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach, which is beautiful out there, right? Yeah. I, yeah it's a great I, tourist destination. Well, I'd love to get out to the. I've never really checked out the East Coast much. Maybe one day we'll come uh, vacation out by you guys. Um, so, like you said before, you quizzed for how many years did you quiz? Six years. You quizzed for six years, and you've been a coach. This will be your fifth year. So tell us, uh, tell us kind of your quizzer story. Tell us how you got started, and tell us what your career was like. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so if any of you have um, been involved in quizzing for around the past three years or so, uh, you may have heard our former youth president, Brother Michael Enzi, uh, he shared his testimony that he was a quizzer for 12 years and one week. And uh, well, I too have a similar story. I was a quizzer for six years and one week. And uh, so in junior, when I was about eight years old, my mom wanted me to try junior Bible quizzing. And, uh, you know, I was just a young kid. She just, she never forced me to do anything, which, you know, I, I'm very appreciative of uh, later in life, but she uh, wanted me to give it a shot. And so I went to one of the first junior quiz practices. They had already been practicing. And um, so I went to practice and I saw all of the quizzers. They were sitting at the board, they were hitting the buzzer, they were answering questions. And I thought in my mind, I was like, wow, this looks kind of cool. And uh, I was like, you know, maybe this is something I want to try. And uh, so our coach, she explained to me how quizzing works and uh, how to memorize, you know, the phrase 15 method. And um, she said, you know, just go home. And she gave me a sheet of like 10 verses on it. She said, you know, don't go crazy. Just try to learn as many of these verses as you can. And so I went home and I learned the age old lesson that Bible quizzing is hard. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, my mom, she, um, she helped me to try to memorize these verses, but just for one reason or another, I could not get a single verse to stick. And uh, I don't know if it, I just, I wasn't completely into it or I just, I, I didn't have the right skills to memorize or whatever. I, I don't remember what I was doing, but I could not get a single verse to stick. So that next, that next week I was like, you know, mom, I don't want to, I don't want to keep trying to do this. And she said, okay, that's fine. And, um, you know, so that was that, um, fast forward a couple of years later and, um, I was a teenager now and, uh, there was this family that moved to our church. And um, from their prior church, they were involved in Bible quizzing. And uh, so they moved to our church and they became involved in our quizzing program. And they were one of those families that, you know, they're one of those uh, pillar families of Bible quizzing. You know, they get their kids involved and, you know, they're all completely committed to the ministry. And um, so they were involved in our quiz program. Well, um, they had two daughters that were close to my age. And uh, there was this one church event that we were all going to. And uh, we lived close, kind of close to each other. And my mom and their mom decided to, for us to carpool together to this event. And uh, so our moms were in the front and me and the two other daughters were in the back. And, um, you know, kind of like, just kind of like any teenagers, you know, they're kind of awkward. So we just kind of sat in the back and, you know, we were just sitting in awkward silence for most of the trip. (laughs) Oh, the memories. Oh yeah. You know, just awkward teenagers, just, you know, just kind of chilling, waiting to get to the church. And, um, one of the daughters, Katie, she just starts talking about Bible quizzing and she, um, she kind of explained to me, you know, the fun parts of quizzing, you know, like, 
uh, traveling to tournaments, BQE, nationals, uh, all the cool stuff they did as quizzers. And, uh, you know, all this stuff was still kind of new to me because I was only a sort of a quizzer for one week. You know, I didn't know about all of those uh, different tournaments that you got to travel to. Well, um, you know, we just started talking about it for the whole trip. And she was just like, you know, you should try Bible quizzing. Hmm. So I was just like, well, sure. (laughs) And there was just, there wasn't really much thought given to it at all. It probably was just preempted by just a lot of awkwardness. So that might've been the reason that I decided to, you know, let's try Bible quizzing, but you know, (laughs) a shot. And uh, here I am like 10 years later and, you know, it's a big part of my life now. And uh, it just, I think it was kind of, you know, the will of God, you know, but you just kind of had to, you know, put it in that awkward circumstance, but, you know, but nevertheless, I started Bible quizzing. Um, That was in 2009. So I started studying for the 2010 season and, um, you know, I kind of progressed like any normal first year quizzer would. Um, I wasn't super disciplined yet in studying. I probably learned like less than a hundred verses that year, which, you know, is very respectable for a first year quizzer, but you know, it it obviously was not up to the standard of what my coaches wanted. And this Um, was in intermediate, right? Yeah. um, You were 13? Were you 13? 13. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, 13 turning 14 that summer. Gotcha. Um, so, so, you know, learned maybe like around a hundred verses that year. I uh, didn't go to nationals and then, um, but, you know, I decided to stick with it. So 2011, um, I got a better start that year, uh, but, you know, still kind of progressed kind of slowly along as a, as a lazy teenager. And, um, but I got a better start and somehow, some way at the BQE in 2011, I was, I only knew about half of the material for BQE. But somehow my team placed second at the BQE and I was on the all tournament team. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that because, you know, like any quizzers out there, do not try that. You know, always try to learn all your material for especially the BQE. Like that's like bare minimum. You have to know your verses. But like somehow that happened for me. I don't know how. Um, but honestly, it wasn't really super impressive either. My average was like 40 points per quiz. Uh, hey, but, hey like, you got it done you got it done yeah, right you're right <laughs> um so after bqe i kind of really fell off the the wagon hard after that and i didn't get much further than like 150 maybe 200 verses uh but my coach was gracious enough to let me go to nationals that year and um you know so i went to nationals i, I rode the bench of course but um but he allowed me to go to nationals and I really, really enjoyed nationals, you know, getting to, getting to just see the wide scope of quizzing for the first time, you know, I've been to DQEs already and, uh, but never really seen the true extent of quizzing, you know, it's, it's the whole country. And uh, so that was really cool to see. Um, 2012, we learned Bible doctrine and uh, I was super excited that year because, you know, who wouldn't be excited to learn uh, Bible doctrine. And, um, you know, again, I got a lot better of a start. Um, it was kind of tough throughout the year. Just, you know, I'm still, still learning to, you know, kind of be disciplined and, uh, discipline myself to study and to, you know, keep reviewing every day. And, uh, eventually I learned all the material that year. And, um, 
you know, we kind of, we felt pretty good that year going to nationals um, about our chances to place in the top 12. Uh, I think we placed third at BQ that year. And uh, so, you know, naturally we were kind of like, oh, maybe we could place in the top 12. Um, but we, um, we went to nationals and we went one and two. And uh, so it was, it was a little tough um, going home. You know, we weren't like bitter about it, but you know, it's hard to be, it's hard to not be disappointed um, when you spend all that time and then you go to nationals and go just one and two. Um, but anyways, you know, we, we went home and, you know, we always had next year. So 2013, we, um, we learned Psalms, which is what we're learning here, uh, this year. Um, so, uh, Psalms, we, we started learning that year. And, um, again, you know, this is kind of a trend. I got a much better start and, uh, we went to BQE. It was actually, uh, Katie, my teammate who got me involved in quizzing, it was her last year. And, uh, so, you know, I was, um, I, I kind of had that in the back of my mind. Uh, I didn't want her to have an end to her quiz career, um, that, you know, was not satisfying. You know, I wanted to help to do my part on the team. And, um, so we, um, we kept studying, we kept working hard and, uh, we got to nationals and, uh, we, we won, no, no, no. We lost our first quiz and then we won two in round two and then we lost to South Carolina, which um, I don't know if you know who Bruce Kennedy is, but they had Bruce Kennedy and Colin Angel. Mm, uh, I, I know the Angel boys for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Colin, the oldest boy, he, um, him and Bruce, they were a fantastic team. So, you know, a uh, very respectable team, but we lost to them. And uh, so, again, you know, we were kind of, you know, not bitter, but, you know, we were a little disappointed that, you know, we felt so ready and um, so ready to go into nationals and hopefully place in the top 12. Uh, but something else happened that year, and, you know, it was kind of a um, kind of like a mindset shift at nationals. Um, every year, you know, I always loved the devotions. Um, but in 2013, the, um, the devotion speaker – he um, preached about the people of the name and uh, he spent his time talking about the name of Jesus and the name of God and um, how he spent a lot of time talking about how the scribes, when they would copy the word of God down, anytime that they got to um, the name of God, Y-H-W-H, uh, when they got to that word, they would stop what they were doing. They would step away from the table they would completely disrobe and they would wash their entire body. And then they would put their clothes back on. They would go and write YHWH. And then they would do the same thing. They would disrobe, go and wash their entire bodies and then put their robes back on and continue going. But every time that they got to the name of God, they would take time and do that same process over and over because they saw that the name of God was so holy and, um, so they wanted to take time to do that process. Well, um, he got to um, the conclusion of his message. He went to Psalms chapter 138, verse 2. And uh, that verse says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And he took some time to talk about how we as apostolics, we, 
we put a lot of emphasis on the name of Jesus, which we rightfully should, you know, the name of Jesus is very powerful and there's power in his name. Uh, but we forget that God said, I've magnified thy word above thy name. And um, so he saw that, you know, we should put this emphasis on the name of Jesus and we should uh, talk about it and preach about it. But he said, we need to remember that God magnified his word because his word is himself. You know, John said, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And uh, so he said, that's something we always need to remember. And I remember that service very vividly. Uh, it was a very sharp turning point in my quiz career because, you know, um, I never had like a sour attitude or like a, a bitter attitude towards um, not doing well at nationals or, you know, just in general uh, as a quizzer. But, you know, I did kind of have to have that mindset shift that uh, Bible quizzing wasn't just about the competition. It was about getting invested and getting a deep burden and passion for um, getting into the word of God and studying it out deeply for myself. And uh, so that was where I kind of had that mindset shift in quizzing. And um, so 2014, we, um, we continued on. I still had two years left. And um, so let me, so, let me, let me pause you. Let me pause you real quick. So it's, uh, I, it's awesome that you had that mindset switch and you had that moment, but how did you keep that moment fresh in your mind every day as you grind through your studies? Like what, what did you, like when you had that mindset shift, how did you stop yourself from falling back in the old habits? Yeah. Well, so what was great for um, all of us was that wasn't really just a mindset shift for myself. Um, our entire team went home with that new mindset and we, um, we all decided kind of together that, you know, this was not just going to be about competition and uh, you know, that service in particular, but you know, the entire uh, we had NAYC after that, you know, that entire week we came home on a, on a spiritual high and uh, we made that commitment together as a team that, you know, we were going to remember to focus on the spiritual aspect of the word of God and, you know, not just only focus on the quizzing and uh, personally at home, you know, I made the personal commitment that I wasn't going to start studying until I had prayed before, you know, whether it was, you know, just right before I studied or whether it was, you know, just any time throughout my day, you know, preferably, you know, when I first wake up, but, you know, um, I was not going to study until I had first prayed. And, um, so I had to make that, that kind of mental note in, um, in my own personal life. So, you know, I had to always keep, um, you know, and it wasn't hard either, you know, it wasn't like I completely forgot, um, everything that had happened in my life up to that point, you know, it was, um, you know, it was just a continual, you know, just disciplining myself every day, uh, to remember that, you know, I'm not just in this for the competition. Because humans naturally, we're naturally, we want to compete and, you know, we want to be competitive and, you know, quizzing the competition is very fun in and of itself. So, you know, it could be easy to kind of get back in that, you know, just that mindset of, you know, this is just a fun thing to do. So, you know. Absolutely. Thank you for, thank you for backtracking for me. All right. So then, yeah. so you have this mindset switch, you're ready to go and you start grinding towards 2014, right? Yes. Yeah, so 2014, we learned about, uh, we learned the Gospel of John, and then 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John in Revelation, and um, fun thing that happened that year, we, um, my church hosted the BQE that year, and um, so we, uh, you know, it was a lot of work preparing for um, BQE, but the 
the crazy thing about this year was that we had just come out of a building program. So uh, we were actually in this building program for, I want to say like two and a half or three years. And um, we found out at BQE in 2013 that um, our church was going to host in 2014. And we were still smack dab in the middle of this project. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess our building will be done by then. Phil, the building was finished like five days before Extravaganza. <laughs> I was probably about a month before Extravaganza. I was like, man, when is this thing going to get done? I was like, are we going to have to like, like reschedule or like go to a different church or whatever. I was like, I was scared, man. We had our first service in our new building the Sunday before BQE. Wow. That's so, crazy. Um, Brother Faubert, Brother Reaver, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you heard about that going on, but it was sure in our minds. <laughs> we got it done though. Oh man. Wow. It's funny. We, uh, my church is hosting the North central BQE this year. We hosted juniors last year. We're hosting seniors this year. And, uh, we hosted back in 2014, actually. Uh, that's funny because the same year you hosted, we hosted Nice. and, uh, it is a lot of work and it's a lot of fun. And I'm really excited to have, to get to see everybody at our church. And it's just, it's just something different about a tournament yeah. at your church, right? It's just, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's like home field advantage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, a nice segue because I, I don't quite know if it exists, but I mean, I guess it helped us in some way because we actually won BQE that year. Well, there you and, uh, go. So that was, that was something, yeah, so that was something that was really cool that happened, um, you know, on Saturday, you know, it's where the final quizzing happens for Extravaganza. And, uh, like, our entire church knew that we would be quizzing in the championship round because we won round one. And uh, so a lot of members of our church showed up to watch and support us. And so, and uh, we lost our first finals game, but then we won the second one. But, you know, so that was a really cool moment having – a lot of my church family there to support us. And uh, so that was really fun. And, That's awesome. Um, so, so BQE uh, happened and then we continued we got ready for nationals. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a, kind of a recurring theme that's going on here. We, uh, we were getting ready for nationals and then I think we went two and two at nationals that year. So, uh, but you know, I was, I was more okay with it than I was the years prior. Um, but you know, it, it was still, you know, it's hard to not be disappointed. Um, but you know, we still had more years left. I actually had one more year. So, um, so that time I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really try to grind really hard to, um, you know, this is my last year. And, uh, so, you know, I just, I went all in, you know, uh, 2015, we learned Proverbs and, you know, a lot about Solomon and, you know, that was a great study for me and I really enjoyed it. Um, Probably, definitely in the top three of um, study that we did as quizzers that, you know, I did as a quizzer. Uh, I really enjoyed Proverbs and, and Ecclesiastes. And, um, but we, um, 2015, you know, it wasn't, wasn't really just because it was my last year, but 2015 was kind of a, kind of a tough year in my life. And not just my life, we actually went through a lot as a team and um, you know, it's just, you know, things that happened, you know, there were some trying times 
and um, it kind of manifested itself going and preparing for um, NABQT. So about two months before uh, nationals, we found out that my two coaches who had been coaching me for my entire six years of quizzing, uh, they were not going to be able to make it to NABQT. Mm. And uh, so we, um, we had to prepare my dad and Sarah's mom, my teammate, to coach us at nationals, likely the biggest tournament of my entire quiz career. Um, we had to prepare them and train them to coach us. They had never coached before. And um, so, so that was something that was a little stressful. Um, and then, so, so nationals was in um, Oklahoma City that year. And uh, it was a youth congress year, so NAYC was there also. Um, I was on the youth staff at that time, and uh, we were planning on taking the youth group to NAYC, but Oklahoma City is very, very, very far from Chesapeake. And uh, so, you know, just logistically and uh, financially, it just, it wasn't working out. Um, so we decided to not bring the youth group that year. Um, but, we, you know, we were going to go to nationals anyways, so we... Um, we decided to actually fly to nationals. And um, now we knew this when uh, we were booking our plane tickets, but it was just very poor planning on our parts. But um, the quizzing started on Saturday, the same day as orientation. Uh, we booked our plane tickets and our itinerary had us get into Oklahoma City on Saturday, I don't remember exactly what time, but it was like at least two hours before orientation. Uh, well, Saturday comes, we got up super early. We got to the airport. We were sitting in the plane on the tarmac ready to take off. And something happened on the plane. And we had to deboard, deboard the plane. And uh, our flight got delayed, which made us miss our connecting flight to Oklahoma City. And they told us that the earliest that we could get you to Oklahoma City was like 9 p.m. Well, after the quizzing started. Oh, no. <laughs> so that just kind of was like a big load just that just jumped on all of our shoulders. You know, like this was my last quiz career. It was my last quiz tournament ever. And we were possibly going to have to forfeit our first quiz. And uh, so that was just a huge load of stress on us. Um, well, so little side note, my mom and dad actually drove to nationals uh, because just anytime we're traveling, my mom prefers to drive. Uh, she's not super fond of flying. So they drove there. They were already there. And um, so they were at orientation while we were actually taking off for our flight, our new flight to Dallas. And uh, so basically, when we went up in the air, we knew that when we landed in Dallas, that we were going to find out that if we were quizzing that day and going to have to forfeit, or if our first quiz was going to be on Sunday, which we knew that some of the quizzes were going to start on Sunday. And bro, that three hour flight to Dallas was the most stressful flight I've ever taken in my entire life. <laughs> like, I tried to study, I tried to sleep, I tried to do anything but worry about uh, what was going to happen, but it just could not happen. I was so stressed out. And, uh, but when we landed, 
I immediately started getting a hundred text messages from, you know, my parents and my coaches who they were keeping up with the entire situation at home. And uh, they were like, your quiz is on Sunday. Your, your quiz is the next day. Your quiz isn't today. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. I was, <laughs> I was like, that was just a ton of stress that was just let go from me. And I was just like, Oh God, you are, God is real. man. <laughs> <laughs> that was something else. Um, I can't so imagine. We went, I can't. I can't imagine what that would feel like. Oh, man. Uh, the, I, right. I, as as kind of on those types of trips, having to be the guy, the leader, the decision maker, the one that has to worry about all the logistics and everything. That is, you just pretty much gave me a nightmare. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have a yeah. nightmare about that situation. So, just. Everyone listening, take a word of advice from someone who's been there. Do not book your plane tickets the same day that quizzing starts. <laughs> now, if it's only orientation on Saturday or Friday or whenever we're starting for any tournament, uh, you know, I'm not going to say try and miss orientation, but if you miss orientation, that's, that's not the end of the world. But if you are putting yourself in jeopardy of missing your first quiz, don't do it. Just leave earlier. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love to get there. I love to be one of the first ones there just to get to see everybody. I just nationals yeah. and BQE. It's just the time of year. You really get to see like so many people yeah. that, that you don't get to see on a normal basis that you share this just really, really cool bond with. Um, so yeah, I'm always trying to get us there ASAP and right to see everybody and that's how i am now <laughs> yeah good all right so anyway you get you yes. finally get to your first quiz yes and so we got there we um we were ready for our first quiz on sunday and um you know it was we didn't have to forfeit our first quiz but we won our first quiz and then lost our second quiz in round one uh but if any of you were there or any of you uh, what happened, you know, my team, we ended up winning our next six quizzes and we tied for fifth in the nation. Uh, the first time my team and our church had ever placed at nationals. And, um, you know, it was my last year. So it was kind of a, a very great way to, um, to conclude my quiz career. And, uh, like you've already mentioned, probably Phil, I was voted to be the quizzer of the year that year. And, um, so, you know, it's just such a great honor and uh, such a, a thrilling way to conclude my quiz career. I, I remember we had a, we had an experienced quizzer. I was coaching our intermediate team that year in Oklahoma City, and we had an experienced quizzer that was, that was a solid quizzer. And um, I believe he was the one, one of the teams matched up in your second round run. And I asked him, like, okay, you know, who are you quizzing? He's like, oh, Virginia. He's like, ah, I'm not worried about it. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I, I don't love your attitude, man, but all right, whatever. Oh, and uh, I believe um, the appropriate word is uh, demolished, maybe. I don't know. Oh, but uh, he, um, he, he figured it out sooner or later uh, who, you, you know, <laughs> who you were. And then, it was, and then you go on to, to win Quizzer of the Year that year, and you guys get fifth. And I'm just like, don't underestimate anybody <laughs> yeah. you know you to, and you should yeah, never it is a good lesson you should never underestimate anybody you should 
treat every team you quiz with uh, with a lot of respect, and you shouldn't really even yeah. quiz against them. You know, and we've talked about that yeah. on the podcast about not quizzing the other team. You're right. quizzing yourself, and you're quizzing with the quiz master, and you're just trying to do your best on every question, and not just trying to just trying to beat the other team or beat your own teammates. Yeah. Just trying to to trying to beat your yourself and challenge yourself and, and conquer yourself. Um, Absolutely. And so, good lesson to be learned. So, if you underestimate yeah. a team, it could be the, the next Travis Augustine making uh, making <laughs> a run. So, well, uh, if if he had only went from um, what he saw from Virginia Nationals, he might have had some merit to that because we, <laughs> you know, we went one and two, two and two for many years. So. <laughs> well, it's, it's really cool that you did that last year. It's like all that work. You finally felt like yeah. um, you find. Did you finally feel like it kind of all paid off your through that all your studies through the years? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, even before that, you know, I um, you know, it was my goal for us to place in the top twelve. But you know, I had to I had to make sure that I told myself that you know, if the worst happens, if you go on two, then you know all of these past six years were worth it. You know, not just the, the amount of time that I've spent in the word of God, but you know, you mentioned that you meet so many people in quizzing that I really felt like over the six years that I was involved in quizzing, I met so many lifelong friends. And uh, so just whatever outcome I I was going to be okay with it, but you know, uh, it was a very thrilling way to conclude my quiz career, you know, I, I bet. Were you surprised um, when you when you heard your name called for Quizzer of the Year? Yeah, <laughs> like when up until when um when he so Brother Fobear when he's announcing the Quizzer or the Coach of the Year, um, he calls you out by name in alphabetical order. Um, the five uh, you know runners up and the Quizzer of the Year. He calls you in alphabetical order. So mine was the first name, Augustine. And, uh, you know, up until that point, I was like, nah, there's probably not. Uh, but, you know, it's like when he called my name, I was like, wow, just standing up here with these other four people, it was just, it was such an honor. So, you know. <laughs> oh, well, I, I believe you truly did deserve it. You, you, because, uh, you know, it's obviously, we talked about it before, it's not all about, the competitive side of things, but the, the quizzer of the year award is, is five different categories and getting to know you, you obviously portray all of those categories at a very high level. And I'm Thank so glad to, uh, to get to know you through quizzing and, and, uh, and get to have you on here, get to talk to you some yeah. more. So, um, so then you guys got fifth, right? Um, so you're obviously in the trophy rounds, it's it's your last year. It's stressful. It's it's those those tough quizzes where once you get into the trophy rounds, every every quiz is yeah. It's just the only thing you can think about. I mean, you had to be one hundred percent invested, involved, focused, uh, and that takes a that takes years of your life. <laughs> yeah. Years of your life away. But I can't imagine. I never had that from the quizzer side. I never competed at a high level yeah. as a quizzer. Um, so what was that like knowing, you know, it's your last, it's your last year and you're in these final quizzes and then it finally ends. So like walk us through that a little bit. So, um, so in our second round, our run of six quizzes in a row, it was, it was kind of, um, um, physically wearing, uh, because one of those quizzes we did on, 
I don't remember which night, but it was like the last quiz of the night. And then the next day, oh, it must've been Monday because then Tuesday was when we had to quiz five quizzes in a row. So we were quizzing from like, like 10 AM, I believe up until like right before prayer and share started because we got up to fifth place. And uh, so it was kind of physically demanding. Um, but it was on Tuesday when I think we won like maybe two or three quizzes. And then that third quiz that we won put us in tied ninth. And, uh, you know, like I had already said, my goal was mainly just to place in the top 12. So from that point on, I was just like, everything after this is just the icing on the cake. And, uh, so it actually did kind of get easier. Um, in our seventh place game, there was, we had to face a team from Washington that I had never seen quiz before. And um, come to find out, it was the first year that that team had played or that church was represented in the experience division for like the past five years because they won the new team merit award. And, um, you know, we come to find out during the game that they were a very good team. <laughs> and, um, so me and Sarah, we, um, I wasn't planning on going in depth on this one, but me and Sarah gave them five rereads in the tens and um <laughs> so that was not a good like that was not a good uh set of questions for us you know it just uh we just were like kind of flabbergasted and um but then somehow we were able to to squeak it out at the end um you know it just some things went our way and um you know we made some good hits and we were able to um to in that quiz against that very good team and um but then our very last quiz was against ryland and taylor Fobear. <laughs> to uh many of you already know they're very very great quizzers um that family you know they're just very solid quiz program and um it was that that last quiz that you know it's a very competitive game so you know uh like i said everything after that was the icing on the cake but that quiz was still very demanding on, um, you know, just from a competitive aspect. And then, you know, just from kind of like an emotional aspect, because it was my last quiz um, as a quizzer. And um, I think we needed like, yeah, we needed all three thirties to win the quiz. They were just, they had been doing so well up to that point. And I got, I think I got 18 because then question 19, I interrupted and it was just a tad bit too early. And I wasn't able to come up with it. And uh, that was actually my fifth error also. So, um, oh, <laughs> so yeah, so, um, so I walked back to my seat. And uh, like up until that point, that whole year, I thought that I was going to cry like a baby when I lost my last quiz. And uh, I, like I thought that but as I was walking to my chair uh, after I aired out, I was like, you know what? I'm not sad. Like this is just this is such a great way to end my quiz career. I was like, you know, this just, I couldn't be happier, you know? So I sat down, he started reading question 20 and I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I lifted my head back and then the tears just started flowing, man. And uh, but sister Fobear was right next to me cause she was coaching and um, she leaned over to me and, you know, she was just kind of like very apologetic. She was like, I'm so sorry, Travis. And, you know, it sounds very cheesy and it was very cheesy when I said it, but I was like, no, it's okay. You know, you guys are my friends. Uh, I'm glad that my last quiz was against you guys and uh, very cheesy, but you know, it was, it was what was on my mind then. Um, and, you know, she encouraged me in that moment, you know, and, you know, it was a very nice moment. And, um, 
you know, so that was that. Shout out to and, Sister uh, Colbert. Shout out yeah, to Sister very encouraging. Friend, of, she's a friend of the show. She's been on. She's a friend of the show. But no, Sister oh, Fulbert yeah. is. Uh, she is very good at that. She's very good at connecting with yeah. visitors and and building oh, yeah. them up and 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 ministering to them. I've seen it firsthand. She uh, she's excellent. Um, uh, well, thank you for 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 sharing all of that. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm proud of, of you and what you've accomplished as a coach and now as a quizzer. And we'll talk more about coaching. But first of all, before we get into that, um, every former quizzer that comes on, we talk about your favorite verse or your favorite passage or your yeah. favorite um, study material. So what was your favorite verse or passage or, or um, section of verses, if you have one? Yeah, um, my favorite um, – I mean, there was a lot of verses that kind of stuck out to me and, um, you know, over the years, they have kind of become pillars. Uh, but I've got to say that my favorite uh, as a quizzer was a chapter. And um, it was Psalm 73. And uh, unfortunately, we're not learning that this year because it's not a Psalm of David. Uh, so I was a little bummed out, but it's okay. Um, I won't read the whole thing, but, you know, it's um, the psalmist. He writes, you know, God is good to Israel. And, you know, even those that are of a clean heart, but, you know, he starts talking about himself and he said, um, you know, I was envious at the foolish and, you know, I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And he starts talking about how, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, it seems like the wicked, you know, they seem very prosperous. And, you know, he said, there's no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. Um, you know, they're not in trouble as other men, neither they're plagued like other men. And, you know, he's kind of talking up the wicked and the foolish. And, you know, it just, it seems like from the outside looking in that they're living a great life and a prosperous life. Uh, but the psalmist, he goes on to say in verse 17 or verse 16, he said, when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of the Lord, then understood either. And, and uh, at that time in my life, you know, it just, uh, there were some certain things going on and, you know, that verse, that passage of scripture uh, really ministered to me because, you know, as a child of God, you know, we, um, we live our lives to a certain standard that the world doesn't try to meet. And they try to really, they try to really lower the bar as a believer, you know, the, the world, you know, they have their end, you know, they, um, uh, you know, God said the rain falls on the just and the unjust. So, you know, as a believer, you know, we have to realize that our strength is in God. Um, you know, the psalmist concludes by saying, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all that works. And I, in that time in my life, you know, I, I kind of, is put into perspective. I had already learned doctrine and um, uh, I, it kind of was a reminder that, you know, I need to be spreading the gospel and I need to be, especially as a quizzer, you know, who is equipped with, um, with the word of God, you know, having put tons and tons of scripture, even from just the year prior of doctrine that, you know, I need to be sharing this gospel with the world. So, you know, that passage really, you know, it's kind of a pillar uh, passage in my life that I learned in quizzing. Awesome. That is good. And I love Psalms. I love how, it's verses that you can lean on and, and I love the, it's, it's 
it's so easy to pray them. You know, you can never kind of yeah. come come up with a loss for words to pray or for prayers to pray right. when when you know the Psalms and it's so beautifully written. And I'm really enjoying I'm really enjoying them so far this year and talking through yeah. them with our quizzers and oh, right yeah. now we we have so many young new quizzers right now i'm just my head's been spinning um trying to figure right. out we we have a uh, 16 senior quizzers right now wow and uh and all at like about five or six different tiers and so trying yeah. to split up practices and trying to have coaches and good coaching in every in every class and every tier to get what they deserve every kid to get what they deserve um it's it's going to be a, a a work in progress for a little while, but we're we're working on it. Um, so yeah. speaking of coaching, as soon as you were done, you jumped into coaching. So you're probably dealing with the same things that I'm dealing with right now yeah. as a coach and trying to figure out what's best for your kids. Um, so what uh what what is that transit? What was that transition like? And and what do you love about coaching? Well, so um, as a quizzer, I'd probably say like two or three years before um, I aged out of quiz and I had already made up in my mind that I wanted to be a coach. And, uh, you know, well, after I was done being a quizzer, um, you know, I wanted to continue to be involved in the ministry because, you know, at that point quizzing was already starting to shape my life and uh, really evolve me into becoming the person that I am today. And, um, you know, I wanted to give back to the ministry. So from like, maybe like 2014 on, or maybe even earlier than that, I don't remember the exact time, but I started paying attention to my coaches, you know, shout out to brother David Curtin and Kenneth Curtin, the son of David. Uh, (laughs) He, um, yeah, he always says that, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but I started paying attention to them and just kind of watching them, um, especially during the quiz, you know, because uh, being a coach in the quiz was something that, you know, even today, I, I realized that it's two very different worlds being at the table quizzing and just being five feet back in the coach's position. That's a very big change right there. So I started kind of paying attention to them while we were quizzing and before the quiz, just kind of watching, you know, how they approached things. And, uh, you know, I couldn't pay attention to them while I was quizzing, but, you know, everything else I watched and, you know, stuff like when they called timeouts or um, stuff like, um, even stuff away from the quiz board, like, you know, they have to, they have to manage our hunger level. You know, are you hungry? Are you tired? You know, do you need any snacks or anything? Um, You know, I just started paying attention to all of that stuff. So, um, so when it came time to me, for me to be a coach, you know, I feel like, uh, and they gave me a, a a role whenever um, my first year of coaching and so, you know, I kind of really integrated into our coaching staff real seamlessly. Uh, I was always blessed to be a part of a, um, a well-established quiz program. And, um, you know, so they, um, my two coaches, they, um, they really played a big part of helping me to become the coach that I am today. And, you know, they still are. They still, uh, I feel like I don't know everything there is as a coach, you know, but they've already been there for several, several years before I'm not even there yet. So, um, so I'm always continually trying to learn from them and from other coaches too, you know, like yourself and, uh, you know, many other coaches that I've become friends with over the years. 
that's the best way to learn. Honestly, it's, uh, yeah. it's, 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 we're so blessed to have coaches that are willing to just be an open book. Um, yeah. I, I have so many I can shout out. I mean, uh, the Elliots from Alexandria were who I've known yeah. since I was like three, but they, they were kind of my first, the first people I ran to when I found out that I was going to be a Bible quizzing coach. I didn't know anyone. Yeah. But I'm like, you guys are quiz coaches help. And then uh, in, in, <laughs> yeah. in Illinois, uh, Sister Jean and, and Brother Darren Venus are, were just so, so huge in my development and picking me up whenever I just royally messed up at a tournament and being like, hey, buddy, like, you know, this is what you need to do in this situation and just picking me up and edifying me and and helping me to uh, to learn the steps and to, to start walking so that I could figure out this whole thing because it's so much more than the in-game stuff too it's the the day-to-day the week-to-week um yeah it's uh it's almost a lifestyle it's it's just crazy how how deep coaching can become oh yeah um so which one's more difficult being a coach or being a quizzer um well i feel like as a coach i'm in my zone right now um you know, just all of the, all of the preparing that needs to be done. Like maybe it's just because I've been a part of this ministry for so long already. I guess this is my, I guess this is my 11th year of being involved in quizzing. So, um, mostly as a quizzer. So a lot of the learning that I had to do about this ministry came in my early years of quizzing. Um, if I had to say like, just, objectively I'd probably say that quizzing is a lot harder um, and it certainly was in my life because like I said a lot of the learning that I did about this ministry came as a quizzer so so I'd probably say that quizzing is more hard you know you gotta you it, have to prepare yourself emotionally too as a quizzer uh, and mentally as it, well it um, definitely is I, I I would have to agree 100% coaching isn't isn't nearly yeah. as difficult as the work that our quizzers put in. Um, You're right. For sure. But it's a, uh, it's fun to give, um, to, to pat ourselves on the back every once in a while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have it hard too. We really don't. Yeah. We, we, uh, we do the easy part, right? We get to sit back oh, there yeah. and call time out and, and just, just mm-hmm. tell them what they're doing wrong. And they don't, yeah. they don't get to tell us what we're doing wrong very often. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, so you told me something interesting the other day um, about your quiz practices. So what, when do y'all have your quiz practices? Uh, so we have our weekly practices on Sunday morning. And the thing that caught you off guard was that we practice during church. That uh, was fascinating to me. Blew me yeah, away. It, it may seem sacrilegious almost that we're not participating in church but hear me out um when when brother cunningham became our pastor in 2004 uh brother curtain he was at the time still the the quiz coordinator at our church um they were practicing on an off night i don't remember which night he told me but it was not a church night and uh when brother cunningham became our pastor he's um just from the time that he became our pastor, even now he's a very family oriented pastor. And, uh, you know, we believe that the Bible dealt with families long before he dealt with the church. So we place a very strong emphasis on family. 
Um, so pastor, he realized that not only quizzing, but there was a lot of different stuff that was going on at the church on off nights. So he asked the quizzing program if we would practice on Sunday. And uh, we had a Sunday morning and a Sunday night service. Uh, we don't have, I know a lot of churches typically have uh, Sunday school and then they have a worship service where everyone is in the sanctuary, which um, I guess a typical thing would be for, um, for the quiz team to practice during Sunday school. And then we would all go into Sunday service, but we, we just have one Sunday service that runs in conjunction with Sunday school. So that is why we practice during service on Sunday morning. Um, you know, it's what our pastor asked us to do. It's what works best for us and has worked for us for several, several years. Um, so that's when we practice and occasionally we'll have extra practices, you know, as we're leading up to tournaments and stuff, you know, like most teams. Right. It, it was so interesting to me because I've, I've talked to a lot of people about when they practice and what they do. And that was a first. I was like, what? During, the, during <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning? Because back years ago when I first started coaching, we had practice during our Wednesday night Bible study, um, yeah. which we eventually we moved back. Um, our youth group grew a lot and um our our Wednesday nights became much more involved and we're like we have we we can't take our kids our quizzers away from our their Wednesday right. night activities and Bible studies. So we moved it back to an hour before our Wednesday night services, which is when we practice. We only practice we're lucky to get forty five minutes in on Wednesday nights. Yeah. That's just how it is and, and we do the same thing. We amp it up a little bit, you know, trying I I prefer one on one or one-on-two practices uh yeah for tournaments i it's just it's so much you can do so much more i mean if i have sherwin and avery in a quiz practice they only get you know at most 60 percent of the one of them gets 60 ish percent of the questions the hits on them you know and they're in their hit they're both trying to hit and think of their questions but one-on-one i mean they get 100 percent of the intention and the focus and the hitting and the, you know, so if I can afford and have the time to do, to do individual practices with all my kids, I try to, but that's just becomes a time management, you know, an availability thing. But I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of off, off, off days, you know, like Thursday night or Tuesday nights or Monday nights and some have twice a week and, Um, and and one of, one of the reasons that, um, that our pastor wanted things to be, um, more on, on off nights was because our church, um, the demographics of our church, we, so our church is in Chesapeake, but there is a greater Tidewater area. It's called the Tidewater area. Uh, there's seven cities around there's Chesapeake, Norfolk, Suffolk, Virginia beach, uh, Portsmouth, Hampton, and Newport News, the seven cities. And it's kind of like just one large city almost. And there, so there's people that live upwards of like 45 minutes away from the church, like even some that live like up close to an hour away from the church. So, um, so, you know, our pastor, you know, he's always wanting to minimize the amount of trips that people have to take to and from the church, just, you know, for their sake. And um, so, you know, it's become very helpful and it's just easier for us to, have it on, you know, church days. So, and you guys still have Sunday night service where right. you can be involved with the music and 
kids can be involved with the service and everything else. But that was right. interesting. It's definitely. I, I would be interested to know yeah. if anyone else practices on Sunday morning during. Yeah, service. comment so, down yeah. below. Give us a comment. Give throw us a yeah. throw us a message on Instagram or something if you if you're not yeah. on YouTube. Um, it is really interesting. <laughs> or if anyone has any kind of interesting times that they practice, I'd love to hear about it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I think what I'm planning to do now, we were talking about doing some question breakdown stuff. I think I'm going to do that in a separate video on YouTube. So um, everybody check out uh, a video that I'm going to probably release at the same time as this. We're going to break down some cross-reference questions and talk about how we coach our kids in, in hitting and breaking down questions. Um, but before that, you know, we're going to, we're going to wrap this one up. Um, what are you looking forward to in 2020, Travis? Oh, I mean, just getting to be in another quiz season, you know, at, for, I don't know about you, but for me personally, this off season just has kind of felt like just for me personally, it's felt really long and not longer than usual, like some years it seems like, you know, nationals is over and then bam, we're starting quizzing again. Uh, but, you know, this off season has just felt kind of slower to me personally. And uh, so, you know, just looking forward to diving into the book of Psalms with my team and with, you know, all of you great quizzers and coaches. And um, actually a resource that I would love to recommend everybody is um, the, um, the study sheet of verses on seniorbiblequizzing.com, uh, they have taken the time to, um, to link every passage of Psalms with what was going on in David's life as he was writing these Psalms. And uh, so what we've been doing as a team is we've been uh, looking at those passages and we started with Psalms chapter three and we're just going to work our way through uh, with what was going on in David's life while he was writing these Psalms. And when you get into studying uh, what was going on in David's life, it really adds a strong depth to these verses. And uh, it's something that I would encourage every quizzer to do personally, you know, uh, maybe the coaches as well, you know, do what we're doing. We're doing this together as a team during practice. And, uh, you know, it's just really added a lot of depth to our study this year. And, you know, it's, it's very thrilling. You know, I highly recommend it. That's an awesome recommendation. Thank you for saying that. Uh, it, the, it is really special that they did that. And I, I believe that was 100% Brother Faubert taking the time to, to research and, right. and put that together. So thanks to him, he did an amazing job. One thing I'm really excited about doing, which I'd also recommend because we've kind of done it in years past, is having a focused off-night Bible study that has that lines up with our with what we're studying that year and so i asked my dad who is an amazing bible study teacher um to prepare a lesson an hour an hour and a half however long he wants it to be on the life of david and for us to really kind of dive into to dive into his life just from someone that can kind of from the outside just really dig into his whole life and and teach us about the life of david and every year we we try and do a Bible study that lines up and, and the quizzers just, they love it. And it really kind of adds um, some perspective and, and at, lets them see things in a new light. So if you guys can do that as coaches, as coordinators, even as quizzers, um, try and find somebody or do it yourself to, to, to add more depth to, to what we're learning this year. Yeah, so. Absolutely. 
Well, Travis, thank you so much for coming on. Um, really yeah, appreciate absolutely. you. Uh, if um, if you guys want, check us out. Podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you have your podcasts, and we're on YouTube. And um, this is uh, this is it's 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 been just such a thrill getting to do this podcast and get to talk to people like you and getting to know people like you through quizzing. So um, we're going to go ahead and sign off, bud. Absolutely. All right. Have a good one. All right. You as well.